song slaps every time. I love that new intro music. I hope you do too. Hey, let's uh, let's talk about getting a better night's sleep. I know that myself, I struggle to get a decent night's rest most of the time, and perhaps you do too. Particularly being working class, man, we gotta we're out here hustling. We gotta make that bread, yo. So. <laughs> when you're doing that, when you're hustling as hard as we are, it is hard to turn off your brain sometimes. So I wanted to talk to you about how we can get a good night's sleep. So this ties into yesterday's conversation that we were talking about. We were talking about time dilation and how you can take advantage of building your own neuroplasticity so you can build your character out the way that you want, the character being you. How can you take advantage of your focus, your downtime, and making sure that you are rewiring your brain to the point where you can be the kind of character that you want to be? So all of this only happens if we get a if we get good rest, and it doesn't even necessarily have to be sleep, but it does have to be restful, a restful period. So here's the TLDR. For those of you who didn't catch yesterday's episode, firstly, shame on you. You should be here every single day, chilling with us, talking about some interesting stuff, talking about how it relates to video games, and how you're basically in an RPG. You're in the metaverse. Uh, you just don't know it. The Matrix has you, Neo. The Matrix has you. So, we're going to talk about how to break out of the Matrix. We're going to talk about how to hack your life, hack your biochemistry to make your life better. Okay. So, uh, we were talking yesterday about your starting character build, right? So we relate, we related it to fallout with the special skills, your strength, perception, endurance, charisma. Those are things that you have control over. It's super easy to alter your, personality and how well you do things before the age of 25 after the age of 25 you need to do it with intentionality you need to do it with some sort of purpose it needs to you need to focus directly on what it is you're trying to do and you need to attach some sense of urgency to it either it has to be something that you have to do in order to make money something you have to do in order to get food something like that it has to be desperately urgent second to that you have to get a good night's sleep the change to your brain only comes when you're in a period of rest now it doesn't necessarily need to be sleep it can be just a very deep relaxation regardless you need to be in a state where you're not hyper focused or hyper agitated so that's why we're talking about getting a good night's sleep today. So most of the time, I personally, I, I feel like they're more often than not, I'm getting really bad sleep. You know, I it's hard for me to fall asleep. It's hard for me sometimes to stay asleep. It's hard for me to wake up and feel refreshed a lot of the time. So I'm doing things personally, you know, not drinking energy drinks anymore trying to cut that that down i set my phone to turn to complete gray at 11 o'clock 
so that I don't get any blue light, which apparently is a signal to your brain that it's time to be awake, not time to go to sleep. And I'm doing these things to feel better during the day. I don't, if I don't sleep well, obviously I don't feel good during the day and I don't like not feeling good. So I'm watching Dr. Huberman's podcast on sleep and he's, he's a neuroscientist and ophthalmologist. He, uh, he's contradicting me a little bit here and it's kind of interesting, not entirely, but a little bit. So we hear that blue light is bad. It's bad for you. You shouldn't have any blue light, but of blue light turns out that you are basically a daylight sensor from Minecraft. And you know me, I have to throw Minecraft in here, but <laughs> that's, uh, that's what he's saying. He's saying that the science says that your circadian rhythm, when you should be awake and when you should be, when you should be asleep, is dictated by light. So, I mean, where, where are you going to get the most light, the brightest light? It's from the sun. So, the sun and sunlight specifically, not blue light from electronics or anything, but sunlight specifically is what's going to set your circadian rhythm. And the CDC backs this up. I ran across an article talking about emergency response workers. And their, their thing here is that there is nothing that's as bright as the sun, obviously, but it bears repeating there's nothing as bright as the sun even when it's cloudy or the sun is otherwise obscured there's literally nothing that you're going to run across that's as bright as the sun so your electronic devices aren't really going to affect your sleep per se but it is important to get sunlight so dr huberman is talking about how it if you really want to set the clocks and set the get the hormones, get the foundation built correctly, the way to do that is to, as quickly as you can, as soon as you can, go out and get sunlight into your eyes. That doesn't mean look at the sun. I hope that I don't need to say that, but I feel like I should. You don't need to look at the sun, but you need to have sunlight on your naked eye. You know, without uh, sunglasses, without looking through a window, although a window will work. He says that when you're viewing sunlight through a window, for example, it takes 50 times longer to get the same hormonal effect as if you were just standing outside and looking, looking around with your naked eye at things that are illuminated by the sun. So that's really, it seems to be the foundation for a good sleep schedule because just doing, just doing that, you are setting yourself up for good restful sleep. It, it regulates everything and it, it's automatic. It's subconscious. You don't have to do anything beyond stand in the sun. Second to that is doing it at night around sunset. And that further bolsters in your body that it's, you know, we're on the right track. And, you know, that, that helps even 
because again the sun is the brightest thing you'll ever see <laughs> likely uh it, it that helps reduce the negative effects of light later on obviously i am not a neuroscientist i'm not a sleep specialist so take everything that i say with a grain of salt but i am sharing things that i've heard from professionals who feel comfortable giving me this knowledge right and you can access it for yourself as well so feel free to go do your own research i'm not going to say i'm the end all be all but everything that i'm reading everything that i'm seeing everything that i'm hearing indicates that these things are true so viewing light at the beginning and end of the day sunlight specifically specifically with the naked eye is the best way to get better sleep so i was watching a different episode of his and i'm doing all this research for you i want you to know that so a different episode he was talking to an actual sleep scientist and they were talking about well you know what about alcohol a lot of people use alcohol i have a lot of friends that use they say they can't sleep without drinking and as it turns out you don't get good quality sleep when you drink what actually happens is you just lose consciousness but while you're sleeping while you're in that rhythm your your sleep is fragmented so you're waking up more often and you're not really hitting those deep levels of sleep so for those of you who don't know there are four four levels of sleep uh deep sleep and deep sleep is non-REM sleep. REM is what you perhaps have heard of. It's when you're dreaming, right? So when you're dreaming, you're not getting rest per se. Your body's not necessarily resting and resetting. But it is beneficial, obviously, to your mental health. Otherwise, you know, it wouldn't happen. It's, it's a natural process that is good for you. That being said, when you drink, you're not really reaching deep, restful, low rhythm sleep. You're just not getting there. You're waking up. You're not hitting good REM sleep. It's just all over the place. Something similar happens, he says, with THC. A lot of people say, uh, you know, I need to smoke if I'm going to get to sleep. And again... He says it's more akin to losing consciousness than actually getting to sleep. They also touched a little bit on CBD. He wasn't as comfortable talking about uh, CBD as a process because there just haven't been a lot of studies. That being said, it, it, it appears that these kind of old tricks for getting to sleep, drinking or smoking, just don't, they, they just don't seem to actually pan out now i can i can attest to the drinking myself so every time that i drink i i sleep like trash it's just <laughs> i i do not get a good night's sleep it just doesn't happen um you know so if if i'm going to drink being 30 almost 32 years old now if i'm going to drink i'm I go into it knowing that I'm going to sleep like crap and I'm going to feel extra bad in the morning. It's not necessarily because I'm hungover. It's because I didn't sleep at all during the night, which 
kind of sucks. It's it, honestly, it's pushing me to not drink uh, more than anything. It's which I guess overall is a healthy thing, but it's uh, it's kind of it, it's kind of eye opening to be this late in life and to to really start to understand these things and to have to learn them from experience. But you know, we as humans tend to learn thing from learn things from experience. So the reason that I bring all this up, obviously, is well, maybe not obviously, but the reason that I bring this up is because we it's connected to that that time dilation, that focus that increases neuroplasticity. And secondary secondarily to that, you know, we spend a lot of time sleeping like a third of our lives we spend sleeping theoretically but we don't seem to get good sleep and we tend to wake up feeling kind of shitty and I don't want you to feel shitty so I'm sharing things that I'm going to try that perhaps you might consider trying that could make your life a little bit easier a little bit better so in addition to looking at these podcasts and kind of listening around, I I looked up certain sleep hygiene habits. Sleep hygiene is kind of these these things that we hear, right? Don't get on your phone, reduce blue light, blah 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 blah. And again, it appears that it is largely related to light levels so you know they say keep a keep a consistent sleep schedule uh create a relaxing bedtime routine and stick with it this all comes from healthline and this was medically reviewed everything from healthline is medically reviewed so i'm just going to take that at face value the third thing they say is turn off electronic devices uh exercise regularly limit your caffeine intake make your sleep environment work for you use bed only for sleep and sex which i found pretty interesting uh and amusing because i'm a 13 year old so but it's true you shouldn't use your bed to eat at you shouldn't use it to study at it should just be a place where you go to sleep it's like during the pandemic we all learned that you know if you're going to do remote work it can't be in the same room as the place where you eat or sleep or have sex like it just can't it can't be your brain is not that smart it can't separate those things so or at least it's very difficult to do that so i i I at least found that interesting i don't eat in bed anymore but it's it's good to at least keep keep that in mind right limit napping and manage stress before going to bed, which, I mean, how are you gonna manage stress before going to bed? It's, that's a whole, that's a whole thing. That's a whole other thing. But at least three of these things are related to light. So I think that the bigger takeaway from this and from the couple of hours of podcasts I was listening to is that getting sunlight first thing in the morning and getting sunlight uh, at night at the evening when the sun's going down those are the two foundations to getting good better sleep so give it a shot let me know what you think 
I'll share with you what happens in my life. Um, as far as exercise go, goes, Dr. Huberman was talking about how if you exercise right around the time that you view sunlight for the first time in the day, you start to release a bunch of hormones. It, it wakes you up more, but it also kind of tends to wake you up earlier, which will get you to sleep earlier, which will, you know, set the clock even more concretely. So that's, that's about all I've got to say as far as exercising in the morning. I'm not a huge morning person. I work with somebody, this, one of my friends, the friend that I, uh, watch the dog for, she wakes up at like five in the morning every single day and goes and works out for two hours. And like, I, I'm not about that. I'm not about that life guys. It's just, <laughs> that ain't me. But, you know, I would like to wake up around eight more consistently instead of 10. So perhaps you would too, perhaps earlier. So those two things could be something to think about. And yeah, uh, it's, I hope that these kind of tips are more effective, more actionable than saying, turn off your phone. Cause that's not going to happen. Let's be, let's be realistic. I'm not turning off my phone. You're not turning off your phone. We're not going to stop watching TV. It's just not going to happen, but we can at least go outside when we wake up just to look at the sun and enjoy nature, right? We can at least do that. We can do that. We can go out and look at the sunset and enjoy the sunset for two, three, five minutes. We can do that. Uh, we're going to leave our TVs on. And luckily we now know that looking at the sunset protects us from the negative effects of blue light late at night, right? So there's your takeaway. Uh, again, I'm not a doctor, so don't, don't take my word for anything more than some random guy on a podcast, but it comes from more or less from a neuroscientist. So <laughs> that's all I've got for today, guys. We're going to pick this up on Wednesday. We'll talk about some other interesting things that I think you are going to find fascinating and relevant to your life. So with that, I hope you have a good rest of your day. Hit us up on Facebook, search WCG Podcast. There should be an evergreen link there for our Discord. Join the Discord. Tell us what's up. I would love to talk to you. I know Passions and Squirrely would love to talk to you. I miss those guys so much. I can't even tell you. My work schedule just more or less prevents me from hanging out with them. I We're going to try to figure something out. But for now, I appreciate you listening. You have a good one. I'll catch you on the next one. Peace.